Kalim. Kalim. We going, Kev? <laughs> Just as I got the internet to work in Cyprus. <laughs> oh, too funny. Um, good evening, everyone. How about we just not even bother with the trailer tonight, seeing as I'm here and uh, I have sound and we have lift off. We are officially live. This is the uh, Highbury Squad, and I am in Cyprus, and uh, I'm still trying to figure out the internet. Kev's going to send me some quarters so I could put in the meter because he knows how that goes. Uh, we got some special guests here this evening. Um, of course, back for another round of Monday Madness is my podcast brother from another mother, Mr. Super Kev, Super Kevin Campbell. Squaddies, good to see you, and Addies, Squaddies, Addies. Also joining this evening is my co-host from our Goalkeeper Show, which, by the way, um, is coming back at you uh, in a few days. I wonder why. Uh, welcome back, <laughs> one of the first ever bloggers and podcasters in the Arsenal community for those kids who have just got in the game. Uh, Mr. Michael Price from You Are My Arsenal. Welcome back to Squad Central. Thank you. Thank you for having me again, as you always. I enjoy it. Good to good to see you, Mike. Good to see you, Mike. And this this lad in the bottom left <laughs> may not need any introduction, but we're going to give him one anyway, aren't we, Super Kev? Yes. It's we are. Uh, it's the beloved Mr. Lee Judges, otherwise known here at Squad Central, Gianni Judges. Welcome, Gianni, back. the Judge Judges. <laughs> the judges. <laughs> I love I love that name. I love it. Like <laughs> and of course, uh, the Highbury Squad would not be the Highbury Squad without all of the Squaddies. Good evening, Squaddies. Welcome to the show. I'm going to get your comments up. Um, as I can. I've got my laptop on, I've got my phone on, so hopefully this doesn't fail me this evening. Um, trying to figure it out as we go along, but who cares when we have sound, we have picture and we have you and we could talk about the Arsenal. As you know, every Monday Madness kicks off with Super Kev's kickoff. He's going to give us a very quick summary and thought on yesterday's North London derby. And then we'll have the lads riff off that before we get into the top five talking points. Super Kev, over to you. Yeah, I think it was, um, it, it, it turned out to be uh, a bit of a disappointment, obviously. Um, taking the lead twice and not seeing it through at home was disappointing. I think the most important thing for us, why it felt probably, um, you mentioned itself, and I think Lee mentioned it, previously they felt like a defeat was the way in which we gave the goals away at home you know uh getting one nil up against spurs and then the way all our defenders around son and son still gets to shot off and then obviously second half where Jorginho just gets in a muddle he gets robbed of the ball and they just go straight through and score straight after we make it 2-1 um with a sack of penalty Th that's the disappointing part for us you know, we could we could question the manager and question the team. We didn't play as well as we would have liked. We suffered a few injuries. But let's be honest, we should have won the game. <laughs> Don't care what anybody says, we should have won the game. Um, there are positives and negatives out the game, obviously, for, for whatever reason. But we still have to look at it. Seven games, no losses, five wins, two draws. We've started our Champions League campaign very well. And do you know what? We're suffering a bit too many injuries as a negative than we would have liked. We could always look at this one should have played and that one should have played, etc. 
But once the game gets going, you've just got to rely on the team to get the job done. And unfortunately, we couldn't get the job done um, yesterday. But I will say there's a bit of learning that has to happen for us because transitioning from Champions League midweek to North London derby, we expect it to be effortless. And it wasn't effortless. We look to be maybe a little bit a yard off at times than we usually are. And um, we, have to, we have to be able to transition in that, that spot. So there's a little bit of learning, again, on the job for us to do. But, again, five, five wins, two draws. Don't like Spurs getting a point off us at any stage. But considering we didn't play well, we just got to move on. Is Super Kev being a bit polite, Michael? I'm going to swing to you first. <laughs> no, um, I, I, this is why I get along with Kevin because I think it's a, it's a, it's a, for lack of uh, look, we're all supporters. We all, we all wear our hearts on our sleeves, but you also have to look at it from a practical approach. Um, I do think that look, last season spoiled us because nobody thought last season was going to happen and nobody had it predicted, and here we suddenly are fighting for the for the season for 253 days or whatever that turned out to be. So I think we head into this season with higher expectations, expect things to be, to pick up right where they are, even though we've added significantly new players to the lineup. Arteta still was tinkering with the lineup based off of missing people early in the season. I, I still think that there is learning and growing for this team to do. I, it doesn't mean you can't be disappointed by yesterday's result because, frankly, I thought Tottenham were there for, for the taking. I don't think it was by any – this is the great thing. I guess maybe this is a positive to take. We played, if I can say it, like crap for the most better part. We didn't control the game, but we could have still come out of that game winning the game. And he, and he mean, uh, the big Andrew, whatever they call him over there, literally played into our hands with his subs later in the game. And that game was still there for the taking. So I don't think I don't think being looking at this game practical it is a bad way to look at it. With you know we're still in the very early of the season, and it feels like we're still growing into this season rather than like we did last season. We came out like gangbusters. We 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 started we started the sprint and tired out. Maybe the reverse will happen for us this year. Maybe we're going to grow into the season and we're going to hit our stride when we need to towards the middle, later part of the season. Lee, swinging it your way now. You and I have been uh, talking a fair bit today on the old WhatsApp, mm -hmm. and um, I think we're very similarly aligned in our thinking. Uh, it was a disappointing performance. I was just talking to the guys on BBC Radio London and uh, Holly, the Spurs um, podcaster, delighted with their team's performance, and I think they should be. Uh, they do deserve credit for the way they played. Let's start at the very tippy top of the NLD mountain, Lee. The starting lineup for me, and then give us your overall thoughts before we get stuck into some goalkeeper, Havertz, Enketia, Reese Nelson, et cetera, et cetera, issues. Yeah, I have to say, like, you know, I'm always nervous for a North London derby, always have, but when I see the team, like, team lineup deflated, I'm going to be honest, I was deflated by it, like, you know. Obviously, we didn't know that Trossard was going to be injured. It's bad enough losing Martinelli and then lose to lose Trossard. 
And then I just hoped and prayed <clears throat> when I see the team sheet that it was going to be Eddie out on the left and, and Jesus down the middle. And, and it wasn't. And I, I come away from the, the Emirates on, um, on Wednesday night, bullish with a fantastic performance from our front four. The only time that I have done this season, and that was because Jesus was playing down the middle and he made makes everything click. I don't care what anybody says. Forget about the goals, forget about his miss. He makes other players play as well, like, you know. Uh, he brings other players into play. We go through him and, and it makes us a more fluent side, if I'll be honest, like, you know. I, I Watching that game yesterday, I don't really remember us making too many chances. A couple in the first half, I think their goalkeeper made a great save in the first half. Jesus should have scored to make it 2-0. That was from a Madison mistake. I think also Eddie had a chance when they, they their, their fullback played it played it back short. But we didn't create as much as what we have done in the past. And and I was disappointed with that light. You know, I was disappointed with it. Um, and, and I'm going to be really honest. You know, what I mean, what is? I'm sitting here today, and I'm thinking, right, okay, you're ruthless. Let's be. Let's talk about fairness of of, 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 of players and things like that. We get on to the Aaron Ramsdale thing in a moment and, and the goalkeeping situation. But you've got two wide left players that are not playing at this moment in time. And you can sit there, if you're uh, Smith Rowe and um, Nelson, you can sit there and go, do you know what? Martinelli's playing in front of me. Yeah, I'll get that. He's better than me. I'll get that. Then he gets injured. Trossard comes in. He's got, yeah, well, I can, you know, I can see why he's in the team. I can, I can get it. Then he gets injured. One of them must have been turning right and going, right, this is my turn to shot. This is my opportunity. Now, now I'll tell you what we're going to do today. We're going to put Jesus out there and we're going to put Eddie in at the middle. Now, if you cannot get into the wide left position when the third, third man down, I, I don't understand it. And then what I will say to that is when people go, well, you know, obviously he thinks Jesus is better than, 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 than Nelson out there. Fine. So why are you giving him another? Why are you giving him another two-year, three-year contract if you don't think he's good enough to be third choice in there? Smith Rowe has played wide left for us on the many of occasions. Doesn't play in it there, like you know. And I'm just looking at it now, and I'm going like, it's 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 so unfair. It's so unfair when I'm seeing another player being treated like poorly, and I'm seeing other players being given passes. And so has uh, so Eddie let us down then, Lee? Well, I don't think he's let us down, realistically. So what about him being treated fairly then? Right, well, I, I, I'll answer you that. Like, did he play really that well against Everton? No. Did he score he, against he, Everton? He'd he done all right. He done all, all right, I'm saying yeah. is, you're talking about fairness. Eddie's played, he's scored, he's made a difference in our first team. The others haven't. Right, okay, I'll go along with that lot. But that, but then I'm saying, right, so, so he gets another chance at the expense of other players. Fair enough. I'm not having a go at Eddie when I say this. No, I know, way. I know. I'm by just way. saying, you talk about fairness. But, but so, has Eddie done okay? He's done okay. So has Aaron Ramsdale done okay. But he's been dropped. He's been left out. And I'm looking at it and going, well, it's not happening down, down the other end of the field. Now, ruthless in the summer, Kev, right? And I'm going to be really honest with you, ruthless to say, do you know what? We're bringing, we're, we're bringing in another goalkeeper for Eddie. Why aren't we not bringing in another centre forward, which we know is going to bang in 20, 25 goals? And I'm telling you that now, if Jesus goes out wide left and you're bringing in 
an Ivan Tony or someone like that. I, I know you can't buy Ivan Tony in the in in, in the summer, so it's probably a poor excuse. Then you, and and you can accept it a little bit, like you know. And I just feel like you know, Havertz is another one not playing really that well at this moment in time. Jorginho, by the way, is another one. I, I'll have another little moan, moan about, like you know. I thought was it, uh, was sensational at the beginning of uh, at the end of last season. Hasn't been given a look in. Comes in in that the North London derby with about five, ten, fifteen, twenty minutes of football, uh, and everybody expects him to be like sharp as a razor. In, in oh, a, in a, Lee, in a Lee, 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 please. You no, talk, he's an experienced player. He comes on the pitch, Jorginho. The one thing, the one thing that Jorginho usually has is the experience and the ability to get the ball down and pass it. I, I agree, but like when it's a North London derby, kid, you played in them, like it's, a, it's yeah, about another hundred miles. But you can't, no, he had the opportunity to pass it, he made the wrong decision. Yeah, hold on, hold on, let me just finish. Let me finish. He's that's got nothing to do with the amount of football he's played. He's made a bad decision. Right, okay. I'll, 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 I'll hold my hands up to that one then. Like, Why does he come out at the end of the game? Let me just jump in here real quick um, because I, I tend to agree with Lee in the sense of it goes back to even when Pepe got sent off and got ostracised and when Xhaka got sent off, he got a pat on the butt on the way into the tunnel. Jorginho makes a massive mistake yesterday and Arteta comes out and says, I love him. I love him. Football's about mistakes. Be because, because the reality is this, is Arteta looks at players. So as supporters, we get a very limited view of our players. We see them for 90 minutes each match. The manager has a frame of reference that goes not – so let's use the Pepe example. One of the reasons why Pepe was never really used by Arteta is because of his work ethic in training. That's been known. Right. The reason why he likes Jorginho so much is because of a what Kevin said, his professionalism, his experience, but also most likely down to what he's seen in the training environment as well. Right. The work ethic within the training. And that's why he plays. Let's let's pick on ESR for a second, because there were stories coming out throughout the summer that the reason why, yes, they were managing that that significant injury he had. But there were also stories coming out from people that tend to know these things, that there was a, an issue with his attitude this summer, which is why he's not playing. And Arteta's shown himself to, to stick with players that give him everything he wants, both in training and on the field, rather than those who are giving him something just in the field. And you players are going to have favorites. They're going to call it a favorites, but I really think it comes down to what he sees as in the total picture of a player. Okay? And, that, and that's why... He, he makes some decisions that, look, I don't agree with, with Eddie up top. Eddie has been fine for us. But in a game where we knew we were going to have space to operate, I don't think he his back to the his back play to the back four, back four is what we needed. What we needed is Jesus running off the shoulder, blind spied, opening up. Maybe even if you're going to play Jesus out wide and you're going to play Vieira, then maybe put Havertz up top because Havertz's blindside runs are better than Eddie's in that center forward position. That's what we needed. We needed to put more pressure on the back line when we had the ball, and that wasn't there. That wasn't there last night, and it wasn't there because we didn't have a center forward who's, who's – that's their skill set at that time. 
Okay, so Lee, I'm going to just swing it back to you real quick here because, you know, I, I, I understand what you're saying, Mike, about in training and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure that Aaron Ramsdale is not bad in training. So, and, I, and Kev and Lee, one for you guys both together because I, I mentioned this on the show um, that I was on yesterday with Tom. We're not forgiving of goalkeepers who make mistakes, but yet our forward line have scoffed and Kev, you've said it over and over. How many chances have we missed since last season? How many? And how many times has Ramsdale saved us? Yes, I understand that the, the mistake at Southampton has left a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And, and rightly so. It was a horrific, a horrendous mistake. But Saka missed the penalty at West Ham last season. You know, um, the pass for the Liverpool game that would have made it 3-2, we would have won that. Ramsdale makes double saves at Liverpool. So I'd like to understand, I understand football and a goalkeeper's position is very different to a forward line, but why can't we apply the same energy? Super Kev uh, and then Leah, um, riff off Kev here. I've said it once and I'm going to say it again. Um, I said it at the start of the season. If, if we are going to get serious about Arsenal being a challenger, being in Champions Leagues, etc., there has to be a ruthlessness about this squad. The bottom line is, doesn't matter what you think, so you think Lee, you think Mike, I think it matters. All that matters is what the management and his staff think. And there are going to be times where you feel disappointed that somebody didn't get a game, or you know, there's two goalkeepers there, and uh, and 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 the manager picks picks a player that's just life that is life at a big club big club you want Arsenal to be big club this is big club mentality we better get used to it because it ain't gonna get any any better so to speak this is how it is we've discussed Eddie and Ketia I think you Lee me and you and Sophie have discussed Eddie we don't think he can't carry Arsenal throughout a season but I would like to think that Arsenal the reason why Arsenal never went for a striker is because they can't get the striker they want until January possibly that's the only thing I could think of because that's the only spot where you say that's where we lack really that is where we lack when you look at it right now if Jesus don't play there Eddie plays there Eddie's decent, but for, he's not the one who's going to take us to a title or he's not one who is going to be that finisher, that killer. He's not, he's not that guy. But the manager will pick who he sees fit and he will have favourites. Experience. I, I've, I've told you the stories about George Graham. George Graham had favourites. But what do you do as a player? You've got to get on with it. There's no, there's no time for feeling sorry for yourself. ESR could be, feel, could feel hard done by. Of course he could. Many other players could feel hard done by. The bottom line is, when you get your chance, you've got to get on there and take it. That's the bottom line. That is it. Lee? Lee? Uh, listen, it's hard not to, to agree with what Kevin's saying here because he knows that he's been in the dressing room and I, I respect his opinion. But, uh, you know, 
Fan, fans do have an opinion. Fans have got like a, a, a sub. Connection. A fans have got connection, haven't they? Yeah. yeah. And, and if things start going wrong, then then the pressure will come from the fans as well as other other areas. Like you know, I look at it and I go like this, right? Um, <clears throat> in the summer, if I said to you, I, I said to myself, I'm just so I'm thinking to myself. What do we need to really go on and improve? Well, we need to improve the centre-forward spot. And I take that on board, what Kevin says, that maybe you can't get the person that you want now, right? Okay, right? So that means in January, right, you go and get that and be ruthless, like, you know. And if you don't, there's going to be questions, going to be questions asked now because you've gone and done it with a goalkeeper that I don't think was necessary. That's my opinion. And I'm not because I, I've met Aaron Ramsdale, get all that crap and everything like that, and I'm not, I know his dad and that's crap. Right, I'm talking about it. What I say, I people turn around and try and justify Raya's inclusion because he made a great save the other day, fantastic save the other day. Like, yeah, his kicking weren't great and everything like that. And I, I felt he was partly at fault for the first goal as well. Immaterial, don't matter, like you know. But when I'm walking out or coming out of the game against Anfield, at Anfield, there's not one person in that crowd and at, at, on the screens was turning around to me and saying, We need a good new goalkeeper. We need a new goalkeeper after his performance at Liverpool, right? But they are turning around and going, we know we need a new striker. And it still hasn't happened. And it's ruthless to Aaron. And I get that. You, I get that. You know what I mean? If that's how it is, I've got not a problem with it. Be Lee, ruthless. But be Lee. ruthless in other areas as well. Lee, you mentioned Liverpool and you are right. <laughs> you are right. But I was pit side for the Southampton game. And obviously the mistake Aaron, Aaron made was a glaring one so early. So if you're a manager, and, and I'll ask you this, if you're a manager, you've got to look at, okay, we've performed so well, but you've got probably got to look at where did we drop points? And you look at, it's, it's only little things, Lee, because the season was, wasn't perfect, but it was as good as we've had in the Premier League for a long time. So you're going to look get, at the little things, aren't you? I get that, right? But Southampton was how long ago? No, you know, but Liverpool the, was how long ago? Liverpool yeah, yeah, was but, longer yeah, than Southampton. Yeah, but apply the, yeah, the, the same logic. And the start yeah, of the season... I mean, run. so, apply the same logic. If you're going to say about, if you're gonna say about Aaron Ramsdale being unbelievable... You've still then got to look at Southampton and say, hold your hand up. Yeah, he messed up. But apply the same logic to other players who are making mistakes and how you deal and treat with those. I just want to bring, I just want to bring Michael in here real quick because the goalkeeping issue is now an issue. The reason the show for today is titled Has Mikel Arteta Created an Unnecessary Chaos? Michael, um, you and I do our goalkeeper show. We haven't done one so far this season, but we will be in the coming days. And fans who don't want us to talk about this, I don't care. I love you guys dearly, but it is a conversation and it is a topic. And it's a big one for our team. Aaron Ramsdale is a big character in that dressing room. He's a massive character for the team. And no matter whether you like it or not, over the last two years, he has become a favourite. He's been part of the culture shift at our club, that player DNA and profile that we've all been wanting so desperately, players to fall in love with again. 
He's made mistakes, yes. Um, but I understand Mikel's thing where he, in a, in a press conference, he said, why, if I choose Jesus over Enketia, you know, what's that about? Why is it such a big issue with the goalkeeper? Well, because Jesus has had injuries, he's been managed back differently, and the situation with the goalkeeper, I think, is very different, Michael. What is your take? You coach goalkeepers um, in the U.S. Um, at different levels, um, college to talk, talk us through what you think is going on here. Well, first of all, I don't. I was never in favor of swapping out the goal. I don't think Ramsdale did anything this season that warranted him being replaced by Raya. Now. Something I, I've been talking to a few people about is I go to a comment that Pep Guardiola made last season where they talked him about, they asked him about the next evolution in the game. What's next? And obviously Pep's probably one of the guys. And he said, it's us starting to think of goalkeepers much just like an, an 11th field player. So I take that. Plus I take Arteta's comment that says, why can't you rotate goalkeepers based on tactical and opponent's situations. Now, the reality is I think Arteta was looking to see what he could do to change our fortunes in the goals conceded at home metric that we've been having. Let's just be honest. Out of the 13 clean sheets we had last season, 12 of them were on the road. Only one of them was at home. So he, I think he made the switch based off of that. I don't necessarily think Ramsdale did anything significant that would make me go you need to change the goalkeeper people point to the goal that we gave up against fulham the first goal and i'll i will defend ramsdale all day long on that goal if you and we'll, we'll probably go into that in deeper so i don't know that there's a big need to change and i i agree with you sophie this was a guy who was a big he's a big presence within the squad a big presence within there i don't have but at the same time, you had Turner who was looking to get out of it, out of Arsenal because he wanted time. He he needed more time to so he wants more playing time to solidify his U.S. men's national team spot. That's why he looked to leave. He was leaving. The word was out probably through intermediaries that Ray was looking to get out. I get it. Arsenal, you know, wants competitive. Arteta wants competitive tension across every position on the field. And Ramsdale's best season was when he had Leno backing him up. A more competitive goalkeeper backing him up pushed Ramsdale to be our best goalkeeper. So I thought Raya is here. Raya is going to push Ramsdale and Raya, Ramsdale is going to perform because he knows he's being pushed, right? Um, I was, I'll be honest with you, I was not terribly impressed with, with Raya yesterday. Um, the first goal, I felt that he was – so he comes, the play comes down our left, he plays to the near post. But what happens is he steps out beyond the near post, so now he's now he's got to follow that cross back, but because he's so far pushed forward, he can't get back in time for Son's eventual shot. And on the second goal, it's a good shot by Son, but I don't think Rea has his feet set. So I think he could have done more on both goals. I thought his distribution decisions were poor yesterday. Um, and I just, I'm, I, my, but my overall take is that the goals conceded at home aren't technically a goalkeeper issue. I think it's a more lackadaisical. I think we're at home. We, we feel like we can relax because we've got the fans on our side and we don't take care of the ball as well as we do, but goalkeeping wise, 
I wouldn't have made the change to Ramsdale. I don't think he deserved it. But I, but a manager's job is to take a look at it and say, we're conceding mm-hmm. goals at home. I have to change something up to try and fix that. And I think that's why he did it. Okay. Um, I just want to say one thing. Listen, for all of you guys who say, why, why are we obsessed? I'm coming to you, Lee. Why are we obsessed with talking about the goalkeeper thing? Why are you all obsessed telling us to not talk about it? Please, just... Put a pin in it. Go on, Lee. <laughs> no, just, just, just thinking back, like, and I mean, and uh, Kev will know about this as well, like, you know, is uh, um, in 1990, 91 season, we had John Lukic in goal and he was doing a fantastic job for Arsenal. We'd won the league in 89 and George Graham signed David Seaman. And there was a hoo-ha about that. And um, it proved to be the right decision, by the way, like, you know, but there was a lot of Arsenal fans um, weren't quite happy about it because John Lukic was a fan's favourite. And also, I think you have to realise, um, and while we're talking about Ramsdale, because we're not really talking about uh, Jorginho being dropped at this moment in time for Declan Rice or or, or or other players being dropped, left out and whatever. The reason we're talking about Aaron Ramsdale, and I, I, he's a fan's favourite. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there's, there's been times through the years, you know, Charlie Nicholas was a fan's favourite. Right, and got uh, and got and got dropped, and I hated Jules Graham for six months for it. (laughs) No, in fact, I hated him for a lot more than that until he actually won the league in '89. I forgive him. (laughs) I forgive him. What I'm saying now with the Aaron Ramsdale one is a little bit different with it because it's been not been done at the beginning of the season, like you know, if it was been done, if Raya comes in in the first game of the season, Raya's in, you know. What, what I felt, it was always going to happen. This was going to happen. This was always going to happen. And what I'm what I'm worried is it's affecting our season. Like It's affecting the way it is. It's affecting me as a fan at the moment. I'm not, you might think I'm silly on this, like, you know what I mean? I, I, I like to see fairness in, in everything that Arsenal do and all that. Like. And I get that it's not, Kevin will tell you, sometimes life's not fair and in football it's not fair. But that's how I feel about it. Like, and, and, and at this moment in time, I do like Aaron Ramsdale. He is a fan's favourite of mine. And what I what what I want to see is if he is going to be dropped and left out, I want to see the, the... Yeah, right. Okay. So when Raya comes in, he plays like David Seaman did. You know what I mean? I didn't see what anything Raya done yesterday. And, that, and I'm not a goalkeeper, so I'll, I'll take Michael's view much more. But I didn't see nothing on there with, uh, with Ramsdale. And that's what I'm doing at the minute, So I'm looking at it and going, mm-hmm. well, Ramsdale can do that. Ramsdale was, mm-hmm. you know, has made fantastic saves. Right. You know, I'm thinking, right, well, there was one time he, he kicked it straight out yesterday. And I said, well, if well, Ramsdale's done that, I, I, and I'm, 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 it's affecting my, my, my viewing of Arsenal at this moment in time because I don't think it's right. And after three games, and I get what Kevin's saying about Southampton, totally get it, right? But he's had why playing for those three games and then drop him for for a performance I don't think was 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 Man United his last performance we won three one was it Man United his last performance yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah Man U yeah we win three one you could maybe maybe you could turn around and say yeah he got an end to uh, Rashford. to Rashford, Rashford shot Rashford maybe. shot yeah maybe he could have done better with that I don't know like then he goes and plays a good game for England I'm then expecting him to play against Everton, right? He doesn't play against Everton. Me and Kevin, we met up afterwards and I'm I'm saying like, well, he's going to play against uh, 
um, PSV. Tottenham. And then what, my argument is, and if he doesn't play in that, if whoever plays against Spurs, it, it, it plays. And the thing is with Raya is in those two games that he played, he hadn't had no pressure on him. That's the first mm-hmm. time some teams come at him like on Sunday. And he, and he fouled. He fouled, you know what I mean? Like because he wasn't exemplary. Yeah, he, um, he he definitely lingered, he lingered on the ball. The, the one thing, the distribution yesterday, and that was the reason why people were saying why he was brought in over Ramsdale. Ramsdale, but yesterday he lingered on the ball far too long, and he nearly got. He was lucky a couple times to get that ball off his feet. As yeah, he was he one of them. He I, that worried me. There were a couple times when the, he just he's looking to play out of the back, and that's fine. But he's holding on to the ball too long, and his stat, his passing six, his passing accuracy, I think, was sixty five percent. That's atrocious for a goalkeeper at this level. Super coming. Two things I need yeah, to yeah. say on this, right? Two things I need to say before I let, let someone else go on it, like you know what I mean? Like, people, I think someone just said in the chat, well, why did Raya foul? Right? One of the reasons he's been left out is because we can't keep clean sheets at home. So, totally going right, that's one of the reasons we need to keep clean sheets. That's why it's not happening, like you know. Uh, so, but we we look still still as vulnerable defensively with Raya in goal as we have done Ramsdale. So, mm. I don't think the goalkeeper in is the problem. The second thing that I've got, and this is the problem that I've got with it, because I feel sorry for Aaron Aaron Ramsdale yesterday sees that save from Raya, which is a fantastic save, right? He claps, right? And he's ridiculed, ridiculed for it, like, you know what I mean? A guy cannot win whether he... If he sits there like that with the ump, people will go, oh, look, he's got the ump and all that. If he goes like that and claps, he, 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 whatever he does, he cannot win now. And that is a situation that's been putting him by the manager, unnecessarily, in my opinion. That is that is my opinion. Yeah. So, so hence my question um, uh, is: Has Mikel Arteta created unnecessary chaos? No, I, I, no. Come on, <laughs> unnecessary chaos. Listen. Uh, well, you got Jamie. Arsenal... Ca- you got Jamie. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mikel Arteta, Mikel Arteta doesn't control what Jamie Carragher or Gary Neville. Or what the sky does, the commentate commentators do. They have a different agenda. They have a different agenda than what's going on at Arsenal Football Club. Mikel Arteta's job is to create an environment of quality players that he can pick. He wants two players every position. We all know that. That's what all the top teams want. Is two players per position. Now, if he doesn't do that, all of a sudden we say we've got a, we've got a, a, a lack of um, strength in depth. This, uh, this is this is madness, people. Scott, he's not he's not he's not creating any chaos. He is trying to win a league. He's trying to win. But hold, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Why, uh, Jack London? Uh, goodbye. If you, why do fans have an issue talking about Mikel Arteta? This guy is. I, I mean, I, Lee and I have actually jumped on the Arteta train. We've been so supportive. Okay, mm-hmm. we've backed the manager, and the minute we, we, when we lose or we play poorly, we cannot criticize him. What is all of your problems? You're going to make me mad. I haven't been mad on this show for a long time, but it is called Monday Madness. Look, I don't know that it's – look, maybe chaos is a bit of a – but he has created a bit of a headache for himself and how he's going to handle the, the goalkeeper situation. Because if he made the decision to replace 
Ramsdale because of goals at home or to change the dynamic, he hasn't really changed the dynamic. So based on, I mean, if you go based solely off of performance, then you would think that he would switch back to Ramsdale. That's, it's a bit of a headache. He, he puts himself into a bit of a situation here uh, in handling that. And I don't know how he handles that, but that's why he's the manager. And Michael, look, that's I, what the managers always say, don't they? Right, right. Managers exactly. say, this is the headache that they want. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right, right. And he has a, he has quite the headache. Um, massive shout out to my brother in Brisbane, um, Georgie George. He's been with us from the very, very beginning. And yeah, he spent a lot of money and there's a lot of pressure uh, for him to, to, to get results and perform. Let's uh, switch gears a little bit here because um, one of the things I didn't like, and let me know what you guys think, is... I knew that the Saka dart celebration, switching gears just for you, everyone in chat, I knew the dart celebration would come back to bite Saka in the arse. Super Kev, I'm going to start with you on this one. Was that a bit premature, doing the old on an own goal? No, but what's wrong with it? Hey, by the way, James Madison, I've done the dart celebration years ago, so I don't want James Madison thinking he's the first one to do a dart celebration. No, it's not about being the first, no, Kev. No, but what I'm saying is, why can't Saka do it? What's what's wrong with him doing it? he done the same thing that Rashford done, didn't he? When Rashford scored at, yeah, why? He at keeps the Emirates copying last everyone. Yes. Yeah, so, again, listen, this is, this is James Madison being a bit chippy and it's to a mate. It's all right. It's no, it's no big deal. But if anybody's got a problem with it, Saka keep doing it okay because, so he, again he, it's just more it's more darts at arsenal isn't it because no, I, arsenal were doing it. it it's not the case of him not being able to do the celebration he could do whatever celebration he wants it's the fact that i want saka to be his own man i want him to be original i don't want him copying thierry Henry's thing it's done now don't want him copying rashford it's not about copying he's just trying to send a message and I just don't think he's there yet to be doing that kind of stuff. So, Lee, am I speaking out of turn? It, yes and no. Yes and no. I, <laughs> I, I, I do understand what you're saying and all that. Like, but listen, back in Kevin's day, Ian Wright was doing that every every other week. Like, you know what I mean? And and it and it's nothing really. It was an issue about it. Like, it's because it's Saka and it's because we didn't win the game. He done it against uh, 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 Rashford when Rashford goes up to the crowd and going like that. Gives but because we win, yeah. we win the game, nothing said. Uh, I don't really want to make too much on on, on those sort of things. But listen, I, I felt that maybe we got drawn into a little bit of that sort of stuff on on the day. I felt that we didn't handle the situation probably well. Um, at times, we didn't the game management at all. But listen, goal celebrations and all that, like, you know. Um, <laughs> what I don't like, what I don't like about it is it's too friendly. You know what I mean? It's a North that's, London derby. That's what I'm like, saying. There was one time uh, Saka got bad injury and, and uh, Madison's trying to pull him up and all that, like, you know what I mean? Like, no, 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 that's, that's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, go away. Don't be touching our players. We allowed that to happen. A year ago with Shaka, that would never have happened. Like all, all those little things, and I felt it was a little bit too nicey nicey at times. Whether we, whether that was something that they planned to try and do, I don't know. Because I thought it was clever a couple of times, but there was I, I noticed on the TV uh, conversations between players when players were down and things like that. 
that sort of thing I don't like. When it comes to a North London derby, it's you know should be a lot fiercer than that. Like, and and and, and I felt that on this game was the worst we played on a North London derby for a very very long time. Very yeah. very long time. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Right, you know, Michael. Even um, when we played well, even when we, when Spurs have been the better team, we've our game to a level they couldn't contain with. That was the first time I felt let down by Arsenal in a North London derby, and it's the time. best they've played in a long time in a in a in a North yeah. London derby at ours. There's no doubt about that, um, Michael. And I'm not having a pop at Saka's another one. Listen, stop molly coddling him. I want to wrap him up in cotton wool and keep him safe on my windowsill from in, in, injury. But don't mollycoddle him. Stop with the unicorns. He's a man now. Start calling him star man, not star boy. You know, he, he wants to be one of the best players in the world. He wants to be world class. He needs to take criticism as well. And I'm not going to sit here and be afraid to criticize Saka if I want to. I love him. But if I want to have, if I'm going to comment about him, I will. Jeez, I don't know what's happening tonight. There might be something in the air in Cyprus. <laughs> it's probably too hot. Uh, Michael, let's talk about our injuries, okay? Yeah. Um, because everyone in chat is uh, screaming about that. Um, what is going on with our injuries? Tom Canton says, it's not the training facilities. It's the best. It's beautiful. I've seen it with my own eyes. It can't be that. Is it the training? Is it the intensity? Um, Declan Rice never injured at West Ham, injured. Uh, Jurian Timber rarely injured at Ajax, injured. Uh, Trossard goes out with the hammy. Martinelli goes out. Uh, well, talk to me. First of all, I don't think you can, you can, you can. So most of the injuries that we're experiencing outside of Partey and Julian Timber are soft tissue injuries. So I don't think you can, you have to be really very careful about how you lump them. And Timbers was just a freak of nature. I mean, that's a tackle gone awry. That's not any training that that has nothing to do. Just it's a freak of nature, the way that that went down and it's sad because he was so solid. But overall, I really – look, my personal opinion is, yeah, Arsenal didn't play that many games last year, but the players are still playing more games today than they've ever played. You know, uh, Kevin, I, I don't know how many you kind of would be able to mark to talk about, but the load on players today without rest from club to internationals is just insane. I mean, the fact that we're, we're talking about that they literally only get them. There's a reason why U.S. sports have almost a six-month period between season to season. It's to allow the body to recover, right? We're not allowing the players to recover soon. A month, and it's not even really a month. It's maybe three weeks from end of season to preseason. So the load on their body never really gets to happen. So you're running a risk. It's one of the reasons why they now all wear those bras that collect the data on the load that their, their body takes in, right? I went to go see my son play. Every player, they're in white. It's raining down so I can see every player has a vest on to help measure the load on their body. And that, that load is calculated for their minutes. That's we're putting too much pressure on these players. The players are talking about it. The women, the women's team, they're getting into that same realm too. They're now not getting any rest. Football is now a year round sport without any breaks and it's taking its toll. And look, we're, we're hyper-focused in on, on Arsenal, but Chelsea have 12 players out. The, the level of players that are dropping 
and the and the severity of the injuries that we're seeing, these are now become it's becoming a significant issue. And unfortunately, with all the money in the game, I don't see any quick solution to it at all. Super Kev, what's your take on this um, in terms of the injuries and uh, kind of the the frequency of them for us and and. I know you and I have talked a lot about last season, the end of last season and the previous season. You know, we lost Partey, Tierney and Tommy Yasu in that run-up to getting into the Champions League. Last season, we lost Thomas Partey again, a couple of other players. Um, what, what's your take? And what, just when we started the season, we felt like we had a lot of depth and it just seems a little scary. It does seem like Rice and Martinelli and uh, are going to be back for the City game. But what's your take on it? Again, you you do we do have depth, but six injuries to what is it? Probably five starters. Yeah. <laughs> that will decimate any 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 squad. You know, you even take five five starters out of Manchester City, they'll still be decimated. They're still having to bring players into that squad who maybe wouldn't even get a look in. So, I, I think it's just a difficult time for us right now. We've got to we've got to patch people up. And uh, we've got to we've got to use the squad. This is what the big squad is for, mm. isn't it? Now, your Emil Smith Rowe, who people think he's been hard done by, there's going to be an opportunity for you, Emil. Go in there and take it, young man. We know we know he's good enough. This is the type of headache we want the manager to have. Emil Smith Rowe in the team, buzzing. You know, there, there's other players there who um, Lee mentioned, Jorginho. Jorginho playing week in, week out. We know what a quality player he is. Made a mistake at the weekend. But can he play? Yes, he can. He's, he's a fantastic player, experienced player. These players might just get the opportunity to step in. And we've got to, we've got to support these guys. Because we don't know how long some of these injuries might be. It might be a couple of weeks. It might be more. So mm. what we have to do is... We've got to back the guys we got. Right, Lee. Thanks, Super Super Kev. Um, listen, there's 600 of you in live chat. Hit that like button. Uh, we'll bring Vinny out for the first time. Let give Lee a little tap there. Give him a little smack on the head there, uh, Vinny. On his shoulder. Yeah, absolutely. Shoulder. <laughs> and um, you know, I'm going to have Kev brought you next tonight because some of you are really pissing me off, but that's okay. That's why we're a family. Super Kev says that all the time. And uh, seeing as we're having a goalkeeper issue, it's a little Vespa um, with the save of the day, all right? So don't say we don't treat you nice here. Um, Lee, let's talk about the elephant in the room. What are we... Look, we could talk about how we lost. We could talk about what we did wrong. I think everyone knows all of these things. We played poorly. We gave away cheap, cheap goals. We didn't take our chances. Maybe the manager made some mistakes. Um, the substitutions were dubious. Let's talk about the elephant in the $65 million room. What are you going to do with Kai Havertz, Lee? Um, I think you've got to persevere. I'll play him against Brentford at the week in, in, on Wednesday. I'd, I'd, I'd give him a go and, and just hope that it just try, tries to work. I, I watched him on, on Sunday. I didn't think he was awful, what everybody's saying. We're just expecting a little bit more out of him. That's, that, that, that's, that's the case scenario at the moment. There was one time when he got the ball on the in the second half and, and the edge of the box and uh, he got pushed over like a little baby and you think, oh, come on, Kai, you know what I mean? Like, be a little bit more. But there were times when he, 
he, he made tackles in there and broke up things and all that. But what the, the trouble with Kai at the moment, he's just doing okay and it's not good enough. You know what I mean? We, we need more than okay. And uh, I, I, I felt at the end of it, you know, listen, at half-time, we're 1-1. I'm thinking, right, we're, we're coming out second half and we're blitzing. And as I'm getting to my seat, my mates turned around and said, Havertz and uh, Jorginho are on Fiera uh, and uh, Rice are injured. Oh, God, oh, no. Oh, no. Like, you know what I mean? But, but fair play to them, even though we made mistakes and all that. We drew the game 1-1 in the second half as well. So we didn't lose as great as, and this is the other thing I have to say, that as great as um, their midfield was and as great as their players played and as great as they done, as piss poor as we were, as piss poor as the manager's decisions and, and whatever and whatever and whatever, we did not lose the game. It feels like a loss, but we didn't lose. That was the worst, as I said earlier, mm. right, the worst I've seen Arsenal play for a very, very long while, but we still didn't lose. I've seen us play a lot better in the in the past and, we, uh, and lose. So I take that on board. And Kai Havertz was part of that. I don't know what he's going to do about the Kai Havertz thing because what it is, is putting pressure on him week in, week out. What what you got to do is, and I, and I don't want to go back to the Aaron Ramsdale thing, but you're giving this guy chance after chance after chance. He has to start, start delivering. It's seven games in now. He has got to start delivering because it, it, it's now becoming, as you say, a little bit of a, a problem. And with Mikel, you know, as much as I criticise Mikel, if you want to tell me now, you know, I mean, I, I, I went to a charity game on um, on on Saturday with a few like Spurs people and everything like that, and they're they're hammering him like, yeah, oh, wouldn't you wish you? Hold on a minute, he's my manager. I like him and I will back him, even though he's made mistakes. He's still for me the right man for Arsenal I'll still put him above a lot of other managers including the Aussie down the road you know what I mean I will say that at this moment in time but all right mate but he has got to get some sort of tune out of habits if he doesn't he will become under pressure this is the one that will I mm. be leading to a, a breakdown with with Arsenal and one thing I will say and I don't know if you you noticed it on 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 sun, on Sunday Whenever Mikel's try to get the crowd up, they've all gone mad. They've all gone for it. He'd done it on Sunday and, and they're, 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 he didn't get the response that he wanted from it, like, you know. Mm. So, I, I think that was a little bit to the way we was playing or whatever, like, you know. This is the this is the problem. He's got to deliver it. It's like when we talk about the John Lukic and David Seaman thing, like, you know what I mean? David Seaman come in, nailed it. So, the pre everybody then turns around don't really turn around and say, oh, well, you know, well done, David Seaman. What do they turn around and say? Oh, George Graham, masterclass. You know what I mean? Like, you know, masterclass. Got rid of Charlie Nicholas. He brought in uh, Perry Groves for a little while and then brings in Paul Merson. Masterclass. You know what I mean? By the way, George Graham, Paul, one of Paul Merson's favourites. But at the end of the day, delivered. Delivered. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So that is the problem he's got now. Whether Heberts is a favourite or not, he must be a postman and deliver. 610 of you in live chat, including a fair few Spurs fans this evening. Welcome. Um, <laughs> we, will, we will be presenting our trophy cabinet a little later on in the show. So if you want to stick around for that, um, it is quite, quite the spectacle. In fact, you know, we're so busy, we have to have a subscription for polishing our trophies every single year. Michael, what are yeah. you going to do with Kai Havertz? All I hear about is, is he an eight? Is he a six? He's been played out of position. 
What say you about habits? I, I, I do like how Arteta's maybe switching up how he's handling him, putting him on as a sub. So there's, you know, to kind of look, I, and I think Rice, if you watch a lot of the interviews with Rice, Rice is talking about the amount of information that Arteta imparts upon his players in terms of the training and what he's looking for from them. And I think, and every player, hand, and I think Kevin, I, I'd be interested to hear your thought on this, And but every player handles this differently. And, and the, what makes a good manager is how you handle those manager, those players that are not taking to it like fish to water. I would prefer to see Havertz up top more often than in the midfield. Um, I think his his running the the movement he makes off the ball it will would be helpful. I I would have been okay yesterday with playing Havertz up top and Jesus out on the wing because I think the way the way Havertz makes runs into the box and Jesus coming back into play to get the ball, I think that would have been a better use of Havertz yesterday. But that's just, you know, um, but I think you have to persist. And I think look last year. Everybody was saying Vieira is not ready for this team. Now everybody is crying out for Vieira to play because there was <laughs> I'm not not after yesterday. I was he was completely mismatched for that match yesterday. Um, but you have to have patience with players. Some players, like Timber, get the system right away. They take to it. Others need time. And you know. Unfortunately, we're now at a place now where we want more from our team. So maybe we don't have the patience for time, but I think you have to play. And look, I'm not convinced that that the player that Havertz was at my, my favorite German club, Bayer Leverkusen, was, is not still there. It's just going to need time to get rid of all that Chelsea mud and dirt and grime off of him, you know, yeah. you know. Super Kev and I actually a few weeks ago were talking about how we kind of like Vieira being a super sub and that he could come on and really affect the game and uh, we've we've seen that a little bit this this season. Um, Kev, I really wanted to get your take as well on uh, the home the, the the form at home. You know, you you played in teams where we were dominant at home. We started talking about last season that we've got that intimidation effect back, you know, when you're in the tunnel um, and a lot of teams kind of fear uh, what they're going to face. What's happening to us at home, Kev? I think that, I think it's, 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 it's we're getting there in one, on one hand. Um, you know, we're, we're, a, we're a big side, a physical side, but, one thing we cannot do, Sophie, Lee, Mike, you know, you can't give away cheap goals. Mm -hmm. And we keep giving away cheap goals. Again, this is this is a bit of transition from after a, a, a virtually a perfect performance against PSV midweek. Yeah. Back in the Champions League, we wipe the floor with them. We keep a clean sheet and we look dominant to the transition now we've got an awful London derby and we've got to try and do it effortlessly we didn't quite do it effortlessly probably could have still could have won the game Spurs played very well I must say and they pegged us back every time we got a nose in front they pegged us back the second one was was probably the hardest to take because it was right after we took the we scored the penalty and took the lead and they scored straight away 
Um, but if you look at the goals we concede, it's not necessarily... It's, it's good play from the opposition, but it's... Do you know what? It's poor play from us. Mm. It's poor defending. It really is. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to dig individuals out, but as a defence, if you're conceding goals like that, it's not good enough. And you... Mike, you can speak about Rare. Rare had no chance, especially with that second. He had no chance with the first one. And he definitely had no chance with the second one because he's 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 he is he's played Son in and Son could pick his spot. No, I, I, no, he said he hadn't set his feet. I mean the ball's rolling across. You've got to because the ball's rolling across, you can't set your feet. You've got to move. You've got in to that the ball. No, no. In that scenario, you're right. The, 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 it does favor – it favors the shooter, but he still doesn't have his feet underneath him, which gives him – and if you look, he goes out a little bit. He's not set, and I think that – but look, Mike, I'm – I'm, 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 Mike, as a striker, <laughs> if, the ball's, if the ball's rolling across, you cannot just stay there as a goalkeeper. You've got to move. If the ball's going to that side, you've got to move where the ball is. And he sticks it past him. Look, I don't blame Rare for either goal. The first goal, for me, Saka needs some help. Saka needs help. Madison gets away from him and he gets to the byline and nobody... There's three defenders there. Nobody comes out to crash the ball. Yeah, but he got skinned as well, Kev. I mean... No, 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 Sophie. Hold on, Sophie. It ricocheted off of him. It ricocheted no, off of him. He's a winger. He's uh, okay, a I, I get it. Yes, I, I get that. But, but my point is, there's three defenders there. And when Madison gets comes out with the, with the ball, somebody's got to be coming towards him. Because we outnumber them. There's only two Spurs players in the box. Madison and Son. And there's four defenders. We've got to be able to crash the ball. Same thing happened with Rashford. Where Rashford, you know what he's going to do. But yet we let him come inside on our on our right foot. But this is something that we have to get right. We have to get this right. The second goal, we know what the problem was. You lose the ball there, you, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah. Against, a, against a good side, you, you're dead. And they're a good side. They are a good side. And with those two players, you're going to get punished. So yep. we didn't deserve, we didn't deserve to win that game. Kev, come on. We had the chance, chances to win. Can I ask you a question? Um, you, you may, Mr. Judges. <laughs> Kai Havertz. Go back into Kai Havertz. What is it like in the dressing room when you know that a player's not, he's not doing it? What, what, what do you do as a, you know, because I know in times the teams can be uh, a little bit, uh, in the dressing room can be a little bit brutal. What, what would they be doing? What, what, what did it happen in your time, and what would you be doing to in that the situation? Thing is, Lee, the thing is that, that, that a lot of the issue is match day because you see what he can do in training a lot of the time. You see how good he is in training, and remember, you're a squad, so whoever gets picked, you back whoever is playing. So I thought Kai Havertz done all right when he came on yesterday. He had one shot that he shot over the bar. But apart from that, he was winning balls in the air. He grafted. He was getting the ball. We had some nice touches on the ball. But I understand, Lee, 
Arsenal fans are thinking for 65 million, you've got to be doing X, Y, Z. And that, we hope that will come because at the end of the day, sometimes it doesn't just work automatically. Fabio <laughs> Vieira, it didn't work automatically. Kai Havertz, at the moment, it's not working automatically. I get it. But you know what? As an attacking force, we have not been anywhere near ourselves. We look a little bit more near ourselves against PSV, but as an attacking force this season, seven games in, we have not looked as fluid as we mm. would like. That's for mm. sure. So, totally, totally agree so with that. If Kai Havertz isn't the type of player who's going to do it on his own. He's going to rely on other people to create and then he's going to get on the end of it. Unfortunately, Lee, we just haven't been there as a, as a team, um, as an attacking force. So it's <laughs> going to take a bit more time. It is. Uh, Lee and Mike, do you have to bounce? Uh, Lee, you've I got do. A... I, I yeah, do. Mike? I'm not on till quarter past nine. So okay, right. great. Yeah. So, Mike, thanks. Uh, Mike, a, a final quick word from you before you go. I know you've got to get back to work. Yeah, I've got to get back to real life, unfortunately. Um, I, I, if they could find a way to make me do this more than not, I would. But... <laughs> Look, I'm, I agree with Kevin. I think, look, I, 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 there are things that I will nitpick about this, but in the overall scheme of things, I still think we're still, we still haven't lost a game. We're not playing at our best potential. And I think it's only, I think, I think it's going to settle at some point. I think we'll be fine. Um, we can sit here and nitpick about the, the issues, but we haven't been played up to our potential. And the minute this team plays to its potential, I think it's going to start cutting through teams. Um, and I think, the other thing we have to deal with is we have to deal with teams realizing who we are now. And so I'm not, I'm not, I'm still bullish on this team. I still think we're going to do quite well in the league and it's all going to really, let me put it this way. If we go to man, if we play man city in two weeks time and we win that game, nobody, nobody is going to remember what happened against Tottenham because we have, you know what? And Dean said this the best on Twitter. We played poor. We understand our floor. They're celebrating a draw, and that's their ceiling, right? So, They're celebrating in this chat room. It's insane. I, I know. There's no. a there's going to be a DVD party in a minute. Yes, but the, the, Mike, the, Mike, thanks so much for joining, and uh, we'll talk again cheers, in a few Mike. days. Sure. Take I'll care. see everybody in a few days. Yeah, take care, cheers. Mike. Brilliant Bye -bye. stuff. Um, I wanted to ask you guys about this question because it came up for me uh, when I was doing the BBC Radio London thing. And Mikel Arteta said that after the second goal, Lee, that our players were too emotional. Um, is that the pot calling the kettle black? <laughs> Kev, come on, man. That was What was that about, that comment? After our second goal. Do, do me a favour, for God's sake. Jesus. He, he said that we were too we, we were too emotional. And here's a man who stands on the sideline with a lot of emotion. And I brought this up to you last season, Kev, and we had a bit of a tete-a-tete -tete about it because he, the, the, in particular, obviously, when he did that at Liverpool, um, it did come back to bite us in the butt. I don't mind him doing that and bossing it on the sideline, Lee, when uh, we're at home. But when we have the youngest team and there needs to be some calm, do you think that's an issue? Do you know what? It's a great point because I, I, I do think there is something in that. Because if you remember last season when we was winning games, right, we'd score a goal 
and there would be Granite Xhaka calming everybody down, even in the huddle. Do you know what I mean? Do you remember those times giving mm -hmm. people a little chat, right, do this and do that? We haven't got that no more. So I don't know if uh, if somebody else is doing and all that, like, you know. Listen, I don't, I don't, this is where Mikel goes a bit weird for me at times, like, you know what I mean? Because it's, it wasn't nothing to do with emotion. It was to, to do with, with a player and an experienced player making a mistake. That's what it was to do with, you know what I mean? Like, because you can't include the other 11, the other 10 players in it because they weren't involved in it. You know, and the ball went to him. I don't know really what he was trying to do and he got caught out, you know what I mean? Like, the, the other side of it is that Madison done exactly the same in the first half and he didn't get punished. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that, that's what we, we do. We don't punish other teams. I think Spurs had three shots in the game. I, I said it the other day. And you've got to give them credit for that. Two they scored and one was a wonderful save. They didn't miss any sitters. You know, Arsenal had a couple of much better opportunities and all that. Like, So, this is where, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, sometimes managers say things to just deflect other, you know, other issues and whatever, like, you know what I mean? Listen, it, we didn't play well. It's not the end of the world. I, I, I see, like, Real Madrid are the best team in, 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 in since sliced bread and that. They, they went and played Atletico Madrid and lost. You know what I mean? Like... Derby games are a little bit different, and you know, listen, I'm not, I, I don't like it when people turn around and say oh, it's Spurs Cup final and all that lot because it was a few years ago that we were better than they were better than us, and we still done the done the job over them. Do you remember when they was like with Pochettino, they were a much better team at the time. They still kept coming to the Emirates and still kept get, getting beat. Why? Because we was up for it and everything like that. Like you know, I just feel on this game that there there was a little bit more pressure on Arsenal than there was on Tottenham. Tottenham, like, you know, uh, th everything's going their way at the moment. We needed to put in a performance. We ain't been playing that well. We've been a bit bitty. And I think that was maybe the, the emotions of, of that got to us a little bit, like, you know, because we needed the, the pressure probably got to us a little bit more. I thought that they was more relaxed and all that. Like, I'll tell you what, I think that I'll give Spurs a little bit of credit as well, like, you know, the manager. I don't know if, if you see that. They've done their little huddle right over by the by the Spurs fans and, and yeah. And then made us wait a little bit. Like it's all psychological little stuff going on and all that. Like you know, and, and you give give him credit. And maybe we just fell into the trap a little bit. Maybe that's what he's saying about the emotional side of it. I don't know. Like, but listen, I love Mikel on the line. I'm going to say this now. I want my manager being like that because if I look around and I see him being emotional and aggressive, that makes me feel the same. You know what I mean? Like I know that there are times you've got to be calm and all that like, but I'd rather be like seeing my manager doing that than sitting on the line, sitting there like that. That's in my opinion. You know, I keep, keep doing it, Mikel. Like there was, there was, there was a time I think when Saka got really badly fouled. He's, he's up here. He's giving it. Like, I love all that. That's what I like about Mikel. And, and you know what? Other clubs don't like it. Sodom. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind it at home, as I said, but I also want him to pick and choose. Um, uh, and here's a but nice Sof, That's the problem, Sof. That's the problem. Why do you want it at home and not away? Why should he it... change? Why should he change away from home? I'm not saying he should change. I'm saying he should tone it down a little Why? bit at certain steps. Because that's I think... my point. Why? Because I think it shifts, um, I think it shifts gears. I think it gets, it ignites crowds. I think it galvanizes teams. I think it, it's like a twelfth man syndrome. Um, that's all. That's just my humble, uh, humble opinion um, when we're playing away from home. 
Uh, Super Kev, here's a nice Tottenham fan. Holly's in the house. Holly and Albert do some great shows together, especially on women's football. Go, go give our friend Albert JTV a subscription. And also, listen, there are over 600 of you in live chat. And Chief Like Officer Tammy would like to know how many likes there are because it seems like some of you have got broken fingers this evening. If every single person hit the like button, you know what it would look like, right? So here we go. And I love this. Sophie telling others not to be over-emotional. Listen, I'm not the manager of Arsenal Football Club. <laughs> and uh, I love that Mikel's so emotional because he gave me permission to actually still be myself and be overly emotional on this show. Sometimes tonight being the case. So if it works for Mikel, it works for me as well. What haven't I asked you guys about the game, Kev, um, against Tottenham that you you think it's important that, that we talk about? Does anybody get any credit? That's a good one. Does Gabriel, does Gabriel get credit, Kev? And, and Saliba. Saliba? Yeah. Um, you know, does, does anybody get any credit? Because even when you don't play well, necessarily, we still should have won the game. And I remember texting you before the game, Solf, and saying, I want us to be ruthless. Yeah. Because if we're gonna if we're gonna sort Spurs out, we needed to be ruthless, and we weren't ruthless. We go two 0 up, the game's over. The problem is we couldn't get we couldn't get away from them, you know. And that's that's partly our fault and, and partly good play by them. So, you know, it's it's one of them. I think some credit should go around for for Saliba, for um, Gabriel. I thought Zinchenko done fine. Oof. I thought he did. Really? I thought he did. Yes, I did. I thought he done fine. But but again, we are we are not the attacking force of last season. We still are not quite there yet. So we're also not this. We're not the same defense, are we, Lee? That we were last season so far. No, well, you know what I mean. I, I, listen, we are away from home. We played two away games, kept two clean sheets. It's, it's different when we're at home. This problem with the home has been going on for nearly two two years now, like you know what I mean, uh, and we've we've not addressed it. And I'd, I I I'm going to be really honest. I I I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Like I, what I will say is that I imagine that if 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 I'm um, Arteta and I'll be going mad at that first goal because I, with all the things that he done wrong in the game and whatever you can talk about that. that, that, that Players have still got to do their jobs. Mm. The ball comes off of Madison there. They actually think the ball's going out, right? And they stop, apart from Song, who doesn't, like, you know what I mean? Like, we all switch off and we can see the goal. Criminal. Criminal, like, you know? They get in... We're actually dominating the game and they get in behind us with one one pass, one cross, and, and Raya has to make an unbelievable save. It's not that they've opened us up easy. It's just concentration levels again. Then we make the mistake. I know that, um, and I've not really had a, a look at it because it pains me to watch the game for some reason. But I know I've seen the Jorginho thing. But but when he loses it, there's no there's no defenders near him. Well, I don't know what. No, the gap. It was like the Grand Canyon. Lee. No, Lee, <laughs> Lee, the problem is the the problem is because Arsenal fan out. Yeah, exactly. So they found out. I'll they, to create space, he, he's lost and, it. And, and because you got to remember, as soon as Jorginho got the ball, you had one deeper. Yeah, and one going you got one, one pushes out to the right, which he was should have been his first pass. The problem is he got his feet all in a muddle. 
And then when they come and nick the ball off him, it's all gone. They're, it's so two, that v, be, it's two v one. So that so, so that might be the problem. No, nah, he never had the legs to get back, did he? Like. Yeah, He's still running now. I think he's still if he's if he's chasing yeah. him now. He still ain't catching yeah. him right. Yeah, I mean the right. the, the um, that I might know. be the problem, Soph. That yeah, might yeah. be the problem that we're too open at home. Uh, but so 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 what I'll say to that is right. We're too far open. We are open. It, it makes it entertaining. Cut out the mistakes. Cut out the mistakes, and maybe we win that game two one, and other games two one, and whatever. Like you know, even the, there was mistakes against Fulham. But listen, because we made those mistakes against Fulham. It's a lot harder when you make him against Tottenham, and 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 that's that 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 is the problem, like you know. So, but I, I think that's something that we've got to address. We have Lee, to, we, we've got to address that. Yeah, we do Lee, definitely. Lee, it's basics. Yeah. Let, let me t- let me tell you something about that first. Which is shocking at this at this stage we're at, Kev. But let me tell you something about that first goal. When you see Saka and Madison tussling. Your first instincts as a defender is I've got to go and help him out. Well, you fall back, guys, yeah. Yeah, I've got to go, I've got to go and help him out. Because if he gets beat, because the gap between Saka and and those in the box was like 20 yards, 10 yards, something like that. It was huge. If somebody had just popped out, Madison wouldn't get the cross. And we say all the time, you've got to stop it at source. Yeah. If you stop the ball actually coming in, Son can't score. Do you know what I mean? He can't Yeah, score. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I thought Ben and, White had a poor game. And, yeah. and, poor game. And, and for the Man United one as well, I thought the defence, Ben White and Saliba... Let him come inside. Allowed mm. him to come inside. So... There's a there's there's a problem with communication in that back four, and I I don't know whether they work at it or not. But you know what? If you're Mikel, you've got to get on that training ground and you've got to put yeah. it right because because these things are fixable. Yeah, they oh, are I fixable. agree. I agree. I totally agree. Um, I, I, I felt that was that first goal. By the way, you know what I mean. I'll tell you what, if, when, when I was so going, annoying. I would have done my nut at that night. You know what I mean? That is at the top level that's happened. You know what I mean? One for switching off. One for switching off, to, uh, thinking it's going to go out. You, you play to the whistle or play whatever. Secondly, like, you know, no commitment. You're all right there, Kevin. There was no desire to go and help uh, Saka out and defend. You know what I mean? And, and we've got, But when we're, when we're away, guys, there is that desire. Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because, because you know what, Lee? The desire's there because the, the as a as a as a back three, back four, you can sit in a bit more because the onus isn't on you. The onus is on the opposition to come. Yeah, so yeah. you know, you, you see what happened to Everton. Uh, Arsenal kept the ball, and then when Everton came to press, Arsenal played through them. Ben White then could go and join in, etc. And then once it breaks down, he gets back into position and we're solid again. At home, I think we're a bit freer. But I yeah. think we 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 lose that. I, I call it the nasty edge. And that ain't about kicking people or anything like that. That's about doing your jobs to the best of your ability. Saka's in trouble. I'm going to go and help him. 
Yeah. Not leaving Saka on the island alone against Madison, who 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 gets gets the better of him, and then he's going to stick a ball in your box for Son to score. No, who's going to help him? So that's the type of nasty mentality, that tough mentality. We're not going to get beat, and that's what you see. Man City have it, and that's yeah. what we need. They look frightening. They showed that on Saturday, didn't they? they yeah, did they look frightening. Listen, guys, before before we go, and I know, Lee, you got to go, but I really yeah. wanted to get this in because were you guys surprised? And I, I know you guys have um, sent in a ton of questions. We'll focus on the, on the conversation. I've been putting all of your stuff up on screen. We're going to do a Q&A at some point, so um, hold on to some of those questions in the coming days. Were you guys surprised by the stats, the possession in particular? Um, the number of passes, first superior in both categories. Did that shock you, Lee? Because at not home really. especially? Not really, because Spurs had a lot of possession in, in areas that didn't hurt us. They was playing across yeah, the back field, forward, through the back and everything like that. They, 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 they played it in areas that... Oh, this um, um, stats thing... Ain't all that it's cracked up to be like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, watch it on the eye, like, you know what I mean? We... we, we, we was more of a pressing in their half and all that lot. But listen, that's the way that they played and and and, and they had a, a control of the ball. Like we did a bit at, at Everton when we weren't really causing any problems, you know what I mean? This is why I always say when you say like Saliba gets like oh, a, a pass rating of a, of 18, 96%, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like half of his balls, it's a Gabriel, you know what I mean? Like, you know, that's there it is, you know? So, uh, you know, Spurs, listen, for me, I've got to say Spurs... I, I, you know, I'm not afraid to admit it. Give them credit. They yeah, they played better. They, 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 they played well on the day and and deserved their point and, and maybe at the end of it could have got free. The, the way they played, I have to say, I, I, I was impressed with them. Like, you know, the midfield, they dominated. But I tell you what, they didn't dominate them in the... And, and also, they dominated a little bit more in the second half because their midfield com completely changed. They, they was up against Jorginho and Kai Havertz, where in the first half we had Declan Rice in there and it was a lot evener. But that's how it is, you know what I mean? I have to say, like, you know, um, uh, it didn't surprise me. I thought it was a very, very even game, guys. I have to say that. Listen, they celebrated like they won the Champions League, the FA Cup. All of the Spurs fans in chat this evening, Gaz Spurs especially, um, chuckling, um, you know. Uh, it's been fun having you all here. Please do come back when you lose to Liverpool. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, don't be strangers, and we won't either. Actually, Kevin, I really enjoyed being on Chris Cowling's show. I know you yeah, were on too, Lee. He's a yeah, top yeah, shelf, yeah, top shelf yeah. boy. Is, uh, is yeah, Chris. They're good, they're good guys. And it's they're all good, good banter, you guys. It's all good banter. And that's how it should be. I, I love, I, I, I love the Arsenal Spurs game. I've got my mate Danny that um, I haven't heard for oh since um, since Spurs beat us three 0 and he's on the phone to me today. Like I've not answered. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the banter. Give him Listen, a miss, Lee. Give him a miss. I'm Listen, giving him a swerve, Kev. I'm giving him a swerve. Do it. I had to watch the game um, in a Spurs household with two Spurs fans, my Man United supporting dad, my Stoke City supporting mum, and my uh, Manchester United supporting sister. It was absolutely brutal. And nobody was – no. my parents didn't even have my back. My parents didn't even have my back. They were rooting for Tottenham. I'm like, what is, what is this about? Um, so it was really brutal day for me yesterday. I told you so. so. 
We're the Arsenal. We all got to stick together because everyone's against us. And listen, I love it. We're back, isn't it? Like, all Man United fans want Spurs to win like this. We're back. We're back. <laughs> we are. We're definitely, we're definitely back. All right. Uh, it's been brilliant, Lee. Thanks so much. After no, this, always a pleasure. Always where a are pleasure. you going? What? Where's same old Gooners tonight? What it's, channels? Uh, Lee judges TV. Okay. Uh, I think we've got um, Tom Canton on today, so that'd be a blast. Oh, and, well, I'm um, going to have to tune in after because if it's anything like the WhatsApp group we have, then uh, know, everyone's yeah, in for a treat. I'm going to give it to you. you know, <laughs> I, mean, I, I believe because he's interviewed Mikel a few times that he feels that he's his son there or his dad or whatever. I don't know. Right That's now. brilliant. That is really brilliant. And I'm I would really like... I would like to give credit to, you're right, Tammy Steele's chief-like officer. The Tottenham fans who've been in the chat tonight have been very respectful. It's been good to have you here. Um, I joke, but You're thanks happy. for joining us. Yeah. Good luck good, to them. Good for them. Good luck to you. And um, it's really hard to hate Ange, and we absolutely hate that. Super Kev, why don't you take us out? Remember, guys, look out on uh, Twitter. I can't call it X. I refuse to call it X. Um, as well but let me tell you something and I know Kev doesn't want me to talk about this but I'm going to anyway no um, do, oh don't do it so I've got to do it oh I didn't do it. I didn't put the picture up so you're lucky I'll tell him on Twitter and stuff but we have been Super Kev's been nominated for a football content yes. award for his work on the Highbury squad Woo! see that today Kev in. congratulations well done <laughs> okay Lee, go on then. <laughs> no 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 listen let, me, ta let, so, me, ta no, no. let me take this out no, because, no, hold on, hold no, on, I'm going to say this. The man deserves Lee, it because he, he, he backs no, a lot of channels. Listen, I don't do he it for, does no it for the fans. He deserves I, it. I Go vote for Kevin Campbell, please. I do it. End of. Judges, I do it because I want to give things back. I know you do, but you should the, be appreciated for doing that. That's it. Anyway. Up yours. Vote for Kevin Campbell. <laughs> anyway, anyway, squaddies, thanks to Lee Judges. Go and join him after on the same old... What is it? The same old... Same old Gooners on Lee Judges TV. Same old Gooners on um, Lee Judges TV. Love to the irrepressible Sophie. Hostess with the mostest. Thanks all you Gooners. Listen, I know you Spurs in as well because you know what? <laughs> it takes two teams to tango. All the very best. Tell your loved ones you love them. Take good care. And at ease, squaddies. At ease. Did it work? Mind the gap between the train and the platform. Please stand clear of the discussion doors. The next stop is Highbury Squad. <laughs>